Hi. Hi. And thank you for having us in your lovely home. You're welcome. You know that today we're going to talk about you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's 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 all about uh, you. Um, every time we we've met, I remember this. Um, you know, I also remember our first meeting. But uh, then many times when we met uh, during the workshops, when you were coming to the workshops as. Uh, participant I always remember you introducing yourself how do you introduce yourself in these occasions I am Virginia from Kolnes 2022 <laughs> exactly it you know many people you know I've met a lot of uh, um, CEOs of uh, different culture organizations of also from European, European capitals of culture but um, I think that most of them are men, actually, and one of the first things they say about themselves is that they are the CEOs of the organization, and you don't do that. Why? Because I was, you know, pushed to become CEO, I never wanted to be CEO, and then feel like it's my role I wanted to be in this organization. So who do you want it to be in this organization? Uh, it's maybe not about organization, but since the beginning of Kona's to uh, bid and to become European Capital of Culture, I was like one of the team members, like one of the first ones who generated ideas, who was mad about um, strategy, about uh, concepts about artistic ideas so I felt like I am more lead of the program uh, structure creation so at my first position at the organization then it was established was artistic director and then we had uh, of course um, open call for director's position as usually it's normal to to have it and nobody applied it was zero. <laughs> so somebody should take this role. And it was me. Not happy about that, but just had to. Okay. And tell me a little bit your life before Kaunas 2022. So how, how did you start in the culture sector? You know, if, uh, in my... In private, you know, life. First of all, I uh, got married, get few children, and then uh, started to to feel I need to study something, and uh, I tried to choose from many, you know, possibilities, and and then with uh, suggestions and of my friends and some research I realized I want to study art history because mm -hmm. I loved history and even more was for me curious I was curious about arts I was not from the family or environment where art is like um, casual thing I just knew about nothing about art that's I decided I have to study history of art so uh, after my studies, which actually lasted 10 years because like bachelor, master and doctoral studies in arts history, 
naturally I became, you know, participant of various artistic projects, started to work at the gallery as curator, then started to volunteer at Kaunas Biennial, later became also director of Kaunas Biennial, but it's, uh, it's also only the title director almost uh, working for free because somebody has to make reports and uh, uh, write applications to various funds and to find money for projects to be happen. So that's, that's how I started to work in cultural field, just from curiosity what artists and what histories around art. It, it is a bit unusual because people usually start with um, experimenting with arts or they have these big dreams of becoming artists and then they very often end up with managerial positions. And it's also a bit unusual, I would say, that as you said, that you did it all the way around, that first you had a family and, uh, uh, and then you, you started uh, studying and then pursued your, uh, your career. Uh, but can we go back for a second to uh, Kaunas Biennial? You said that you started as a volunteer and then became a director. So how, how did that happen? Like step by step, what happened there? So I, um, entered, I was invited by my professor to join biennial team by writing some essays on exhibitions in 2003. It was seven exhibitions by Kona's Biennial at that time. On 2005, I was already curating something and helping inside organization. And um, we established, uh, like, uh, we've got permission from partner organization to use one of their, um, like, uh, silent organization for Kona's biennial needs. So somebody should become a director. <laughs> That somebody was uh, me, who I was proposed by colleagues, uh, just yes, to, to be administrative part of the project in order it to happen, you know, because uh, the, now the biggest, one of the biggest contemporary art festivals in Lithuania and in region, it started as textile biennial at that time with very, very short budget, like um, 5,000 liters. It means one and a half thousand euros now, which was only for catalog. At that time, it was enough to publish a catalog. But all participants, they, they, they are sending their artworks on themselves. And we were exhibiting by our hands and our friends and husbands were nailing artworks on the walls, so it was fully volunteer-based um, practice. So that's why also in the beginning of Kaunas 2022, we started as quite a strange type of organization. But how does it feel from you know, doing things for little money or basically no money and producing with your own hands to managing such a large organization. How many people do you have in your team now? About 90 
I say about because uh, people are coming and going and some of them have part-time job at our organization and full-time somewhere else or opposite. So about 90 um, at this moment, like in the middle of the okay. year. And how many projects, like roughly this year only? Uh, we have 1,590 events, which are already planned. Sometimes some are cancelled, but uh, more often it's like added, you know. Like uh, one uh, performance, for example, showed several several times or one festival has uh, a lot of sessions, different discussions. And so uh, we count, for example, not like Literature Week. It's not one event in this, you know... Uh, type of counting but for example 20 discussions so we count as 20 events through the week but at the same week we have for example Japanese week with 50 events uh, and um, five exhibitions etc okay and how many partners are involved also roughly this is not roughly we have 77 organizations uh, which are our official partners uh, with whom we share the budget of European Capital of Culture. And those organizations have 220 partners in Europe. Okay, and what is the budget of the year? This year or five years? This year. No, let's just... This year is almost 14 million. Not so big. In comparison with other capitals of culture. Okay, but it's a lot in comparison to the first budget. Yes, you... to 1,000 euros. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how does it feel to have uh, all this uh, responsibility on your shoulders? I wake up. Uh, then I am open for adventure. That, that day every day is new. New information, new challenges, new problems and new uh, rewards are coming. And then I go home, rest a little bit, go sleep and wake up. It amazes me that um, you always remember about everything and also everyone around you. That you actually take care of people. That you remember every detail. And yet... You know, there are so many details to remember. So I always wonder on, like, how on earth are you doing it? You know, how is that possible? I think I, I just uh, kept uh, having a lot of things on my head until maybe two years ago. But then, actually, it's nice that you think so, but... I'm I'm forgetting a lot of things, not so attentive to, to others as you would imagine, because we're also making jokes inside Closer team that um, also people are asking me how I can bear with such, you know, uh, type of my working experience, because sometimes it's a, like queue near my office doors and people are coming to me and almost nobody would come to enjoy and to say oh lucky day it's happened 
such a nice thing, but everyone brings some problem. <laughs> but I said then, then I I feel like I would have some helmet on my head, so I just uh, keep my brain not accepting even very bad information as really bad information. I would think it's not really true. I should think uh, from different perspective and maybe it's not so bad and it could be changed easily. And usually it works like this. So it's looking for solutions basically yes, every time. Yes, the, the therapists, they have their uh, supervisions, so-called you know, those meetings when they can meet with other therapists and they can clean out. What is your supervision? When and how do you clean your brain? Actually, yes, you touched a very sensitive thing because um, I came during this project also to the point that I feel a big loneliness because I cannot put my problems on somebody else um, it would not be fair I think on somebody else so I have very few people to think, to talk about uh, about all pressure and uh, pressure and um, you know uh, situations uh, we're facing I, I'm facing and those the, the circle um is smaller and smaller and I'm really afraid to uh, to be left alone. But these are people from the inside of the organization or from, from the outside of the organization? Uh, they are from inside because uh, for, for about a year already I don't have even time to have friends outside the organization. But you've managed to kept your marriage and family together. There is this um, saying that, uh, uh, especially women who get involved with European capital of culture, that there is a kind of a curse, that they work so much that uh, they dedicate, you know, all the time and uh, all the energy into the project, which is huge. And it's a, it's a big responsibility towards people, the citizens of the city, it's, it's huge. Um, so it is exhausting. Uh, so it's a saying that not many marriages survive uh, European capitals of culture. But yours is doing pretty well. <laughs> yes, actually your friend Agnieszka told us, me and Anna, my colleague, at the same evening uh, when Konos was titled to become European capital of culture, that you both ladies should take care of your family first. So she was very right, actually. Yes, and so I'm very lucky. And some of my friends inside uh, organization or inside my mm, circle of colleagues, they say that, and they are right, that, um, that you know, the easiness of the family life I have, it's let me not think even about any inner problems of family life, it's very smooth now, all those years. Actually never, never exaggerates problems at home. My husband actually is very 
um, how to say, supportive and modest. Uh, and uh, he really asks me to, to you know, to complain more, not on him, but on on some stressful situations, to, to talk with him about um, issues and problems I face at my work. Sometimes I do, but sometimes I don't want to because it's it's you know adds to to my my pains or problems even more if i you know i at home i don't want to think about it and um but if i just want to to speak or to to have someone to listen to so my husband is always here so i'm really really happy and lucky how long have you been together this year, 29 years, I think, or 28, 29. <laughs> <laughs> we don't tell him that you don't remember exactly. <laughs> no, no, I'm very bad in these numbers of all anniversaries. But in 23, it will be 30, so 22 is 29. 29 yeah. mm. Oh, so you have, you know, all the time uh, on your hands next year to celebrate properly your thirty. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, both of your kids will be present for your anniversary? We have three children. Oh, sorry. Yes, yes true. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, we didn't even spoke yet about anniversary. Actually, we are very simple with our private uh, uh, anniversaries, parties, birthdays. We have uh, also, beside our um, city house, we have a cottage house in the woods. So usually all family and relatives and friends are gathering there with very, you know, uh, not fancy dressed. You don't need uh, high heels, but just bring your good energy and share um, hospitality and friendliness. So... Everybody would uh, think about that place. Of course, our anniversary will be in November, so maybe maybe it's not the, the best place. Not the garden party. Not the garden party. Maybe inside so, party. Maybe. Yeah, next to the fireplace. <laughs> you go there often? You go there every weekend? Uh, yes, yes. We would love to go there every weekend. This year I go like every second or once in a month. But my family members, husband and some friends are going there as often as possible. But it's still quite okay. I mean, that, um, that you do that, that you can leave the office, that you are leaving the office and that you, you go away for weekends. Tomorrow, actually, you know, the next weekend you will spend um, away working. But that that you do that. Do you bring your computer with you when you go when you go there? Yes, but uh, actually I do not need this. This year I don't need to use it for my work, but we use it for watching news online, etc. Just for entertainment, not for work. And films on the platforms you are not going to. Name. <laughs> <laughs> what are you watching now? Um. Strange things. I watch few series. Mm, too strong, maybe for this moment because you know, these horrors are around as well. <laughs> no, 
feel no need to go into these <laughs> fantasies. But uh, yes, nothing, nothing very interesting. I wanted to tell you, but I wanted to ask you about um, your highlight of this year. What was, uh, what is, or what will be your highlight of this year? Like from cultural program, or your what? Personal you... highlight from the, but it, it, not personal, the, the professional highlight. For me, of course, it's the William Kentridge exhibition. I think it's my, you know, moment in my life which happened. I am very thankful to destiny to have it in my personal life and to bring such a such a miraculous exhibition to Lithuania because um, everybody who would visit exhibition would admire it so it's finally reached its goal somehow I had good um, gut feeling about William Kentridge even though the story how how it mm, convinced him to come to Konas was really long one. As I told someone that he said no maybe 17 times until he said yes. <laughs> so. so it's very similar to uh, all the officials you're dealing with. You also said no many times from them. But yeah, but you, just, just to go back to that for a second. So... With this exhibition, you are the you are the curator. You are the person behind that exhibition from the beginning. It's and it's not ended yet. Um, why was it so important for you this year? Because of the person of William Kentridge. First of all, I admire his artwork as artist and. Um, artistic position and the deepness of his art and then I had a chance to meet him personally to visit his studio his house his family actually it's it's always you know it's some people maybe they are if they are working in some um, diplomatic sectors they of course um, are dreaming about meeting someone having meeting discussion or some working, uh, you know, interaction with somebody, like some president, whatever. But in artistic world, there are a few persons you would uh, dream to meet and to be close for some time, just to listen to them, to watch how they um, deal with reality and with not reality. So William Kentridge was exactly the person I was watching him being uh, quite close for several times. And uh, I'm just happy to have these moments. I would maybe compare it also with experience than having Marina Abramovic in Konas and also having time with her and uh, private time and dinners and meetings was also unforgettable experience but for me William Kentridge uh, personality was really really something which takes um, hope for 
meaningfulness of art and being in culture sector and in culture work. Wasn't also a, a bit of a break from papers, Excel sheets and all of the stuff which surrounds you and a lot of people who come and want something with the papers for your signature? Yes, yes, everybody would tell that I am some, somehow changed and I am guiding time to time someone to William exhibition, uh, leading them through through the halls and explaining his work. So my colleagues would say that I would have to change my profession <laughs> definitely from being director and becoming a culture educator. So they, they like me differently than I explaining art than, of course, in my office. Your colleagues also say that, you know, that you are a creative person, uh, most of all. So that's, uh, that it's a shame that you don't have more of you know, space to do that job on your position. But it's normal, you know. Nobody told us that it would be easy way. When we started with our friends to dream about European capital of culture, those who already had this experience, for example, from Vilnius city, from Lithuanian, first European capital of culture, they told us, don't even dream about this, don't do this. You would uh, be sorry about this all your life. Don't go there. And even... Even we had uh, experts who were hmm, uh, helping us to understand the project, who had experience in, in other countries, in European capitals of culture. They always also tried to um, make us feel reality more than that, that this project takes everything from personal life. It's uh, really very, um, how to say, exhausting process. What does your family think about your role as a CEO of Kanas 2022? It's a diffic difficult question. For example, my mom, she doesn't understand at all <laughs> what I'm, what's my position is tells very funny things and I bring her to hospital she tells me oh most probably you don't have time and um, you somebody will blame you you are late to work to come you know on time I tell her no no mom it's okay I have time with me and I am you know coordinator of my time but she thinks somebody would you know be complaining me I am late to my work so it's very nice approach <laughs> what about your kids really strange they actually are proud but they they time to time they tell me and they send me the texts text from their friends then their friends comments on on some my you know maybe article or some our organization event or something that they are so proud and 
and they ask, is it your mom? So, and, and, and my children send it to me, so it's really nice. Mm -hmm. uh, but you, you, took, you took one for the team, basically. You said that it's, it's a kind of a story which re repeated itself. So it was the same with the Kaunas Bainu. But from what I know, you left the organization in a very good position on one hand with a secured future. So you've made a brilliant job there uh, as a manager, you know, the CEO, but also as a manager of, um, of Bayenio. So you took it to another level, I would say, uh, in the time, you know, so you started as a, as a volunteer, but then you actually took it to, to the next level uh, in terms of financing, in terms of broadening the, the network and, and taking it to the next century and also left it to the next generation. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that you have also a very good eye in spotting talents and in investing and strengthening other women in the culture sector. But it's for me very natural. I don't think uh, so about me than I am. I have to choose or to invite some people to work. Just I'm always really admire how um, young professionals, uh, my colleagues, are doing so great and so well. So I'm just naturally always trying to support them and just to admire them and. I don't like to be um, control freak, then always trying to compare what my vision now, um, you know, is similar to final final result or not. So maybe this this has its strengthness and also weaknesses. It's my character. I analyzed myself. Uh, in comparison with our organization, because uh, organization now is mm, very strange in a way. It should work as bureaucratic municipal institution, but it is a mix of um, a total freedom for cultural choice for curators who are working and very strict administrative part of it. So it's not easy. And this uh, administrative part is something I am struggling myself. So I'm really surprised and thankful to my team that they are following better than me. All those, you know, administrative rules we have from our stakeholders, um, you know, put on our organization. But um, as thinking how I choose people, I'm just thankful to anybody who uh, contribute to the same idea and those people i hope they accept the idea and enrich the idea with their own input as their own and if person believe that what he's doing is it's so it's own her own his own way that he or she has voice decision so only that way he could be creative, productive, and happy. And if person is happy, so it's it's much better than somebody unhappy in the work. Do you ever have disagreements? You also have a lot of people with kind of you know strong personality, but also very, I would say, 
probably no clear vision of what they want to do. And you're also a professional, you're an art professional, so you might have a completely different opinion in terms of aesthetics, in terms of you know, different things. Uh, but it's also a, th a thing of, yeah, of different characters, basically. Do you ever have disagreements with people? Disagreements about content? Both. Or on, you know, different kinds. Of course, I should say I have disagreements, but I should think, push myself to think uh, when... Maybe not about uh, aesthetics or um, artistic content, because um, uh, this project lets everybody be very authentic uh, and to use any kind of mean in order to reach audience, to reach people. So all means are good for European capital of culture. It's not opera or ballet where you have to uh, have you know your body skills and etc etc it's about mindfulness about openness empathy and working in a team yes and sometimes i'm really sad and have disagreements with people if they are aggressive towards others so uh, this you know motherness is then switched off in me and i'm trying to protect somebody from somebody and most difficult moment is then both of them are the same important and they are like children, you know, uh, etching each other or hurting one another. So in these moments, yes, I had to have uh, quite um, delicate and unpleasant decisions to make even in our organization in order to just to... Uh, bring positiveness back or to bring balance back to the team. I think that, you know, that uh, part of this modernness, as you said, is also being a mama bear sometimes. That means that you you fight for your, for your kids. And sometimes, you know, you need to stand in between, uh, between them. Um, what is the most know painful part of your job what which is the part you really don't like um i don't like uh, mistrust and then also don't like then somebody would show its uh, power only because he has a power upon you. So it's really against my nature. Yes, you're Virginia from Kaunas 2022. <laughs> so maybe this. But when you say mistrust, do you mean the officials, the people who are controlling the way? Yes, they're mainly. Because, you know, this project is... Um, uh, and the, it, it is political as well as cultural project. So unfortunately, unfortunately, and uh, it's financed by local governance, state governments, and uh, during the six, seven, eight years of the project, 
several state governments changes, several local municipal governance changes. And um, with every change, you have to deal with new people or new realities. And you, you have, have to facing. go through the same journey once again, explaining everything from the scratch. Yes, yes, yes. And build trust and build relationships. So what's next? What's after 2022? 2023. <laughs> and what's in 2023? Yes, we are um, in, in 2023. We have to, uh, all our team, I think, uh, wherever our team members will be working next year, uh, because we are already like moving from one organization to many. Uh, and the cultural sector, uh, we have like secret task to to work for legacy of this project. So we, um, besides reporting to, I don't know, maybe <laughs> dozens and dozens of different reports. After that, we also planning to make a um, legacy museum, for example, to write another fairy tale book. And, um, yes, but I don't plan yet another kind of profession. But, of course, after 2023, don't know yet. And who, el who else uh, is on your dream list of artists? Of artists? I wouldn't say I have this kind of dream list. You said that William Kendrick was on your list. But it's mysterious coincidence. I don't know why. And I don't know why I was so stuck in process while convincing him and asking him to come to Konas. Because it would, it would be possible to think that there are a lot of great artists. So I don't have such the a magic list. connection. Mm -mm. I'm, I'm not pushing myself. I like a lot Bill Viola, for example. But I, I don't know if uh, I would do at least a ten percentage of efforts to have uh, exhibition of Bill Viola as I did for William Kentridge. Are you planning a long holidays at some point? Uh, not, not really, but I hope next year to have holidays after a few years. Because that's usually what I hear you know, from people after, or in the process of Capital of Culture, the saying, you know, first thing I do, I'm, I'm going for long holidays, and then we will see. Not really. Because actually... Especially this year, these short weekends help me so much, so I don't feel that I lost something. Maybe COVID years um, made a change in, in my travel experiences, because before of the COVID, I have now on Google Pictures Drive, like sometimes I was looking for some picture and 
I counted, for example, 2019, and it was 20 trips to some distant, some <laughs> foreign cities in a year. So it means almost few a month, and then it stopped. But I never missed even that. So, but they were business trips, yes, weren't they? But you know, our business is so pleasant. Culture meetings are so pleasant. It's not work. Maybe with the cook family. <laughs> <laughs> and special sector. And it's, <laughs> it's a different division of the culture sector. So maybe that okay. What would you what would you advise um, a woman who would like to become, you know, a you uh, who would like to become a CEO of the project like this? Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. No, 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 no. You know, we just, uh, as organization, we went through the audit. Uh, and it's, uh, it started last July and finished a few days ago, like nine months or 11 months. 11. And uh, the auditor... And the news starts next week. <laughs> <laughs> and the auditor, also the woman... She was so, you know, with her sorry eyes, she asked me, Virginia, but if you would know it would, would, will be so difficult, would you do it once more again? I said, yes, of course. And, and she was really surprised by my answer. Because somehow I am not disappointed at all. But of course, I would have what to advise to any CEO, would it be a woman or man? What would it be? Oh, it's not on my you know list. I don't have bullet points for that. But in your like survival kit, what what would be in the survival kit? What keeps you calm? Because you seem, at least you know, from the outside, you're always calm <laughs> and you're always smiling, like. It's my secret gun, yes. If you would see my son, he's always smiling as well. So it's a genetic thing. I am not, <laughs> uh, you know, responsible for that. <laughs> yeah. And, and my son was even blamed by some teachers that he makes jokes of teacher, but he just sits in, this, in, in the class and smiles. So, and teacher was very angry. How can you smile at me? So, my child coming from school very sad and he doesn't understand what's happening. It's a cultural thing. You know, you smile to a person on the street in our cities and then the person asks you, you know, is it something wrong with my face or do I have something on my face? <laughs> uh, or very recently, you know, I smiled at the old lady outside and then she chased me and she went like did you did you smile to me just now and i said yes i did and she was you know she touched my hand and she was like thank you so i think that yeah we should probably smile to each other more more often uh, and invest in you know in happiness it can be designed apparently mm -hmm. so my advice good friend and good wine <laughs> and a very 
calm and understanding family. Yes. That too. Mm. Thank you so much. And good luck with the rest of the year and with all the future endeavors and audits. <laughs> oh, thank you, Agatha, for your permanent support from 2016, 17, or whatever. Something like that. Something like that. We even don't remember. No, thank you. And have a good trip tomorrow. Agatha. <laughs>